Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, December 15th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include waiting on the Fed, retail sales are set to climb, and hold the cream cheese and maybe make $20. Those stories and more. Now let's check markets. S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, and Dow futures are little changed ahead of the Federal Reserve's policy decision that's scheduled for release at 2 p.m. Eastern. Crude oil trades at $73 a barrel. That's down nine-tenths of a percent. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.44%. Bitcoin trades at $48,300. Gold is $1,771 an ounce. And in Europe, the stock's Europe 600 is up four-tenths of a percent, while shares in Asia closed mostly lower. Stocks making moves pre-market include Eli Lilly. They're up 5% after providing 2022 financial guidance and increasing its outlook for 2021. Now our top stories. Federal Reserve officials are expected to lay out plans to begin accelerating the winding down of their massive bond buying program as they seek to remove the crutches from the U.S. economy in order to combat the strongest inflation in four decades. The two-day policy meeting is the first since Chairman Jerome Powell conceded that inflation has been higher and longer lasting than U.S. central bank officials initially anticipated. Sales at U.S. retail stores, online sellers, and restaurants are estimated to have risen by a seasonally adjusted eight-tenths of a percent in November from the previous month. That's according to economists surveyed by the Wall Street Journal. The Commerce Department is set to release its report at 8.30 this morning. And for just a few days this holiday season, a limited number of customers will be able to spend $20 on dessert and charge it to Kraft, owner of Philadelphia Cream Cheese. The idea is for people who can't bake cheesecakes because they can't find cream cheese, now can get another baked good on Kraft's dime. On December 17th and 18th, up to 18,000 online customers will be able to get the right for reimbursement for a holiday treat. They'll be able to submit receipts to the company a few weeks later. Last year, demand for cream cheese jumped about 20% compared to 2019. In other news, prices that suppliers are charging businesses and customers jumped in November. The Labor Department said that its producer price index rose nearly 10% in November from a year earlier. And the so-called PPI, which excludes often volatile food and energy components, climbed nearly 8% from a year ago. The IMF has urged the Bank of England to raise interest rates without delay, accusing the central bank's interest rate setters of inaction as inflation increases in Britain. Inflation in the United Kingdom accelerated in November to its fastest annual rate in more than a decade. European and UK gas prices hit another record high yesterday over concerns that a potential Russian invasion of Ukraine could disrupt energy supplies over the winter. European prices have surged almost 30 percent this month. And the U.S. Congress has given final approval to legislation that would raise the debt ceiling by $2.5 trillion, moving over nearly unanimous Republican opposition to stave off the threat of a first-ever federal default until at least early 2023. The bill now heads to President Biden, who is expected to sign it quickly. The United Arab Emirates is threatening to pull out of a multi-billion dollar deal to buy American-made F-35 aircraft, Reaper drones, and other advanced munitions. 
Hackers, including Chinese state-backed groups, have launched more than a million attacks on companies globally since last Friday through a vulnerability in a piece of open-source software called Log4J. Landlords filled nearly 50% more space in open-air shopping centers last quarter compared to 2019. That's according to the commercial real estate services firm CBRE Group. That marks a 10-year high for net absorption, or the total space occupied minus what has been vacated. Posted prices for several cryptocurrencies turned erratic briefly on the crypto exchange Coinbase and the crypto price tracking website CoinMarketCap on Tuesday afternoon. Coinbase said that customers should no longer be experiencing the issues. JP Morgan announced that it's banning all unvaccinated workers and guests from its Manhattan offices. Google is requiring its workforce to come into physical offices three days per week at some point in 2022 and has told workers that they will lose pay and will eventually be fired if they don't adhere to the company's COVID-19 vaccination policy. Cornell University is partially shutting down its Ithaca, New York campus due to a rapid spread of COVID-19 cases among the student body. Senior staff at Hong Kong's de facto central bank have been delivering wine and gourmet food to bankers who are isolating in the city's hotels because of COVID-19 quarantine restrictions. The Biden administration released a plan to help fast-track the uptake of electric vehicle use in the U.S. by building half a million charging stations across the country. The $1 trillion infrastructure bill Biden signed last month sets aside $5 billion for states to build a national charging network. And New York City commercial space remains 80% vacant. That's according to a report from Fox News. In company news, Cummins has authorized up to $2 billion in share buybacks. R.R. Donnelly said it's accepting an offer from Chatham Asset Management to acquire the company for a total enterprise value of about $2.3 billion. Shares of Soliton traded up 12% as Nasdaq Alert indicated that the closing of the company's sale to AbbVie is imminent. Samsara, an Internet of Things company, said its initial public offering was priced at $23 a share, the high end of its expected range. Cytus Space, a satellite company, surged nearly 150% in its first day as a public company in trading Tuesday. American Airlines is planning to hire 18,000 workers in 2022 on top of thousands of new employees this year in order to cater to a rebound in travel. Luxury department store chain Neiman Marcus is said to be considering breaking itself up into three companies. Neiman Marcus is looking at separating its bricks-and-mortar business from its online division and also spinning off Bergdorf Goodman. That's according to a report in the New York Post. And SPAC CF Acquisition Corp. 6, which agreed earlier this month to take YouTube's competitor Rumble public, surged more than 15% in after-hours trading, after Trump Media and Technology Group confirmed a partnership with Rumble. Airbus said that Singapore Airlines has signed a letter of intent for seven A350F freighter aircraft. Singapore Airlines is the largest operator of the A350. Daimler Truck Holdings said that Mercedes-Benz trucks had received an order for 120 electric trucks from Swedish freight technology company Einride. And New York City is set to ban gas-powered stoves, space heaters, and water boilers in all new buildings. At 7 a.m., S&P 500, NASDAQ 100, and Dow futures are little changed ahead of the Federal Reserve's policy decision. Crude oil is $73 a barrel. That's down a little bit less than a 
1%, and the yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.44%. Bitcoin trading around $48,300. Gold is $1,771 an ounce. Coming up, yes, the Federal Reserve Open Market Committee concludes its two-day meeting. Policymakers will discuss accelerating the timetable for tapering monthly security purchases. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reports export and import price data for November, and the National Association of Home Builders releases its NAHB Wells Fargo Housing Market Index for December, and be sure to look out for the Census Bureau report on retail sales spending for November. Thanks for listening, and have a successful day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.